Hello everyone and welcome to the Like-Minded Podcast. Boys and girls, mums and dads, here's my co-host, the fabulous Caitlin Bradley. Brothers, how are you? Hello, welcome. Bob Towers. I'm all right. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Fantastic. Um, now, our, our relationship is a bit fractured at the moment because we spent the whole day together the and we're getting a bit tetchy day. with each other now. It's just I know, get that, I know. that part. I know, you should be going home soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so instead of what have you been doing, mm-hmm. we're going to do this thing, what have you been reading? Reading? So, yeah, Ooh. yeah. So my New Year's resolution was to read a play a month and I'm mm. nearly, nearly on track. I'm just a little bit behind, but... I have been doing. Are you reading like scripts or books? No, what, like, what? like book. I can't say books. 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 I've been reading okay. books. books. <laughs> um, um, just about. Well, my latest one I read was Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey, and if you mm. know me, I have spoke about it nonstop, mm. and that's what's um, inspired me to go to New York. Uh, New York. <laughs> I'm not going there. To Hollywood, to yes. um, yeah. LA, because yeah. why not? Because he did it, so I can do yeah. it. <laughs> um, so I've done. I've read that one, and I'm just my head was blown away he was just incredible so inspiring of his it wasn't um an autobiography it's just his journey of his life so far which is like an autobiography but it's not he says it's not an autobiography i promise you yeah anyway so the latest one i've been reading is two tuppence across the mersey yes Um, classic it is classic classic. because i love liverpool so i thought Mm. you know what read a bit of the history about it and it's really sad you know like you have to be in like a a down mood to read it because it does mm. bring your mood down but mm. um alongside that so that's like fiction and then i'm reading i love my self-development oh yeah books, yeah yeah all about mind and yeah so i've been reading i can't remember what it's called um <laughs> mind power in the 21st century by right. john I don't know his last John, name. John. John. Yeah. John. Um, <laughs> is like, this about kind of visualising what yeah, you want? Yeah, so and, manifesting yes, and, and yeah, visualising yeah. your dreams oh, like and seeding them. And yeah, people think, oh, it's a load of twaddle, but I love it. And mm. if it makes you feel better, why not? Why not? But this is why I think we can't, we can't allow ourselves to think that the world is going to be crap. Because yeah. it will be crap if that's the way we think. So we've exactly. got to kind of have a future for survival yeah. and, and, and whatever. So yeah, yeah and spot it's just, on, spot on. I believe in it. I've believed in it for 10 years now. My mum gave me The Secret by um, Paul... Oh, Paolo Carello. No, no, Paul Harrington. Okay. <laughs> and it's a teenage one of The, the Secret by Rona Bride. Mm. So it's the teenage one of that. And I've... like followed the secret for i don't know 10 years when i was 14 mm. oh 11 years now oh my oh, god that's mate, so old that's anyway so i digress old. but the point is i've always been about positivity and mindset and how you wake up in the morning just like has a rock on effect of your day and mm. it does if you think you're gonna have a bad day you're gonna have a bad day because you attracting uh, exactly, them vibes exactly people think i'm off my head but you know what? well you are in fairness i am off my well, head i know you, but you, I'm positively it's off a self-fulfilling <laughs> prophecy yeah. yeah yeah my yeah. uncle thinks i'm going to become a buddha <laughs> like, and i don't know where this has come from but he does he's like you're going to be a buddha soon i was like okay whatever anyway what are you reading uh i've been reading la samoire which is difficult to say mm. and in, in, in by emile zola and indeed it's difficult to translate but i think the the best translation of it is the a laos 
Ale. The Ale House by Emil Zola. Of course and, you read a book about ale. <laughs> and it's about drunkenness <laughs> and uh, poverty in 18th century Paris. Wow. And no, okay, I can't say nobody writes as good as, but um, Emil Zola writes about deprivation and poverty and wow. people's real lives and it's just okay. a, so, so yeah, la samoir. I'm not somewhere. as intellectual as you, but what made you read a French book then? Well, um, I know it's not French, but like a Fr from French. I, I, I just, I, I do like me classics because you know I like me Russian classics yeah, and, yeah. and whatever. So I, I, I just like me classics. I like me classics. <laughs> I like them a lot. Right. Anyway, we digress there, but I feel like I know you a bit more now, Bob. Yeah, yeah. They, I, we we need to stop talking to each other. I know. Yeah, because yeah, we've got a. <laughs> Pack down in the corner. You're yeah. not allowed to talk Just because you read the Beano, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Right. But enough about us and our dull mm. but intellectual lives <laughs> because I'm, ex I'm excited today because yes, we have a real kind of powerhouse and firecracker in terms of Becky Brooks. So, Becky, welcome along to the podcast. Hello. Welcome. Ah, oh, thanks for having me. Now, I've, I've got to get this right because Becky is, um, is from DBY Interactive and 3D Interact, which are both kind of um, events and theatre and interactive uh, companies. Yeah. So, right. so welcome, but let's go, let's go let's back go to back. the start. Let's go back in time to the start <laughs> and about you and how you first uh, got involved because my understanding is you're primarily a singer and that's how it all started. So tell yeah. me about that. Yeah, so I studied down up in Newcastle at Northumbria Uni. Mm -hmm. um, I did performance up there. So I did mm -hmm. um, uh, singing, I did um, acting up there. Um, I did do, I'm gonna say movement because I yeah. class it as dance, yeah. so I wasn't yeah. very good at that. Um, and then I, after that, I got a job down in Cornwall working as a singer on a yeah. holiday park. Um, mm. And um, on the holiday park, I was really lucky because they were a really small holiday park um, in Kilcampton and Bude. Mm. And they said, you can have run of the place if you want um, in terms of if you've got any creative ideas. Yeah, that's so, so good. I know, it was brilliant. And I think for your first job as well, like you, could, you couldn't ask for yeah, more. Yeah, they give really. you a free hand, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the events manager was really brilliant with me down there as well and he'd help me out with it all so um I set up a drama group which sort of helped me with the workshop side of things mm. getting th those skills um and working with people as well creatively yeah. mm. um and then they were saying oh we'd love to do a Halloween event so mm. I put together because down in Cornwall they're very much into their witchcraft yeah and, there's loads uh, of ghosts down there of, yeah, and folklore ghosts, and whatever yeah, and yeah. lots of history so yeah. I spoke to um, the guys that, that lived and worked there um, put together a family story and put together a promenade piece of theatre mm -hmm. around the park mm. which really showed mm. off the park and then from there um, I moved up to sunny Liverpool yes. um, which I, uh, is my home now has been for mm. about nine years yes. um, and from there I uh, met a lot of actors and performers but every piece of theatre that I ever did I was like oh, I really want to 
speak to the audience or get the audience involved yeah, or yeah. connect with them. Mm. Um, started to do a couple of murder mysteries for murder mystery, mm. murder mystery companies. And then from there, I was like, oh, I want to try and do this, but yeah. take it to the next level. Yeah, one step further. Yeah, because yeah. mm. um, they can, you know, they, they they can be quite traditional. So I was like, oh, I'd love to break the mold. Mm-hmm. Um, and I met um, Jay Podmore um, on, on a job. He does film and is a fantastic filmmaker and fantastic mm. actor and singer um sort of had a chat with him and then we sort of started dby interactive from there because we thought what would be great is if we added um some audio visual so yeah. if we have some uh, maybe some uh, film going on mm-hmm. that can sort of really take the audience on a journey but also maybe use some singing mm. um so we put that in and mm-hmm it seemed to really work mm. and, and go from there. And I was doing that for, well, I still do, been doing that for about six years. Yeah. But a couple of years ago, I started to get more inquiries about um, interactive theatre that told other stories, like for family events. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, DBY, Death Becomes You, probably isn't the best title for <laughs> <laughs> a company working I think with. It's great. <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> um, so I set up 3D Interact about two years ago. Um, and we do absolutely anything. I always think that the theatre that we do is about telling a client's story because we always speak mm. to the client and have a really good chat with them what they want to to do. But also, we always have theatre that is is in any space. Really, we've actually not done that many theatre. Yeah, yeah, traditional yeah, yeah. theatre yeah, on yeah. a stage kind of thing. No, because yeah. with DBY it was always mm. um, on the Mersey ferries yeah. or in mm. restaurants or in hotels or on mm. the Fred Olsen cruise ships. But you're taking it out to, that's where people are, yeah, so you're taking definitely. it out to them. Um, and also I feel like that sort of theatre, I want people to be relaxed enough so that if they want mm. to join in, they don't necessarily have to, but if yeah. they want to join in, they can. And I think interactive theatre really gives you that option mm-hmm. um and because it is more relaxed theater you can then take it to places that like you say maybe not necessarily would pick theater as their first choice yeah. of like yeah. of a platform to tell their story but then actually if you work with them you can create some really exciting mm-hmm. theater experience yeah. um mm. and tell a really good story yeah. as well so that's how 3d interact sort mm. of started out um and then the last two years we've just grown and and developed loads over the last two years fabulous um t- because i you know i i love murder mystery and i understand how people get totally kind of involved in Mm. the story Mm. because they become actors in the story themselves because you know they're so close to it yeah absolutely and i think especially with murder mysteries you will never be able to think of every possibility and that's Mm. why an Mm. audience is brilliant because sometimes they bring a better possibility or plot than you can ever imagine yes so um i work with some of Liverpool's finest actors who mm. are brilliant at improvisation and they learn their backstory but then they can bounce off the audience so mm. brilliantly mm. that if because the audience, audience will grill them yeah, about their backstory yeah they do, yeah. They, do yeah. they really do and like the and the actor feeds off that because if they pick up on something that maybe the actor's not even thought of they know their character enough to be able mm. to work that into their story and either throw the audience off or actually develop another subplot that's mm. even yeah. more exciting yeah. and enjoyable yeah. than the one that we had on paper at the beginning so yeah. it's it's yeah. really exciting it's a really exciting um uh a theater base to work on 
It is, and but I think the the issue is kind of um, whether people guess the murderer. And if everyone guessed the murder, it's too obvious. But if nobody guessed the murder, you think we've done it wrong. So it's <laughs> it's it's that. But people come up with their weird and wonderful theories about who done it and why they yeah, done it, and, and that's lovely to it's see so that true. engagement. We had um, a show a couple of years back on uh, the Fred Olsen cruise ships, and mm. um, one of the actresses, Lorraine, just by chance wore leopard print shoes mm. and in the script the word leopard print was used oh. and it didn't mean anything absolutely nothing yeah, yeah. but yeah. everybody was like there it is that's yeah, it that's the evidence and they just yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. just like focused on that she yeah. was wearing these shoes and it must be linked to these shoes yeah. and then uh, it was brilliant though because again like the audience led us down that path so we then had to build that relationship yeah. with the shoes and the clue mm, in in, mm. in the actual show so again it just it just makes it more exciting yeah, yeah. and um and the thing is especially with murder mysteries is you don't necessarily get an audience member who maybe goes to the the theater all the time because mm. they might find that um you know they, they might go oh well i'd rather go for a meal or yeah, go to yeah, a restaurant yeah. and all of a sudden like you've you've got like um a really good fun raucous mm sort of night going on and you've done some work with charities uh, that that's fascinating tell me um, tell me about some of that and how that's developed so um i uh, do a lot of uh drama workshops mm. um so i will go into um mencap for example or happy times in mm. morton and we'll do a lot of drama workshops where we'll use drama based um theories mm. to help tell the the members' stories. So we'll do the, the drama games, but mm -hmm. also we'll put together our own plots and our own stories that then they'll go on to perform, mm. um, which is really exciting. But we also do a lot of shows um, for charities. Mm -hmm. um, for example, a couple of weeks back, we did an online murder mystery for um, Cordia Aquina, um, which is um, a charity that works with um, uh, spinal injury yeah, people yeah mm. it does and um they came to us and they were like we want to do a fundraiser that's really fun um and that people you know can really throw themselves mm. into yeah. but you know we want to make it as relaxed as possible so that's when we offered them the online murder mystery and it was absolutely brilliant because the audience came along they grilled the actors from mm. the comfort of their living room, but yeah. they mm. also had that escapism of yeah. being able to be the detective and follow this story. Um, and they got to watch our detective at the beginning. We sent mm. out an invite, which was our um, uh, one of our characters, Nigel Glenn, who we use quite a lot during mm -hmm. our shows. Um, he sort of sent them an invite saying, I need your help, detectives, will you join us? Mm. And then when they arrived, they got to see these statements from these suspects, and then they got to grill them, as well as look through evidence and crime scenes. Mm. Um, and it was just fantastic. It was so brilliant to be able to reach out to um, audiences without even... Yeah, yeah yeah and that, that's great for two reasons one is is lockdown and people can't go anywhere mm. and hotels are closed and restaurants are closed but um but also it's people who can't get out anyway like people who have disabilities and stuff are playing a full role in it because mm. of the interactive nature mm. yeah. and i suppose it's as well it's you developing skills about how to present that kind of thing in an interactive format which yeah. requires technical skills then as well i think as well with interactive theater there's no 
there's no rules to it. Um, obviously, there's you've got your 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 points that you want to hit, mm-hmm. but it's essentially a very relaxed. It's re- a very relaxed performance because mm. anything goes. Yeah. So I think. Um, that is something that really connects with people as well because you know there's no strict okay we've got to be quiet we've got to watch this or we've got to go to a certain place interactive theater can happen anywhere and it can be anything so Mm. again there's like that excitement and also that that there's no it's just much more relaxed and there's flexibility as well yeah literally take it anywhere which is which you have done in the museum is that right that's right in the vehicle museum yeah in the british commercial vehicle museum so last year last february um i teamed up with um glitter pack which was a um, is a makeup artist um company over in preston and we went to the british commercial vehicle museum um because they wanted to have a show in the museum Mm. um and when i got there uh, I didn't know anything about vehicles absolutely mm. nothing so I was like I'm gonna have to do so much research here yeah. and then I met Rob and he showed me around and it become very apparent that the vehicle museum obviously celebrated the history of commercial vehicles in in Britain yeah um but also it it celebrated people because you know the these vehicles were used um not only for delivering mm-hmm. um parcels or letters but they were used in the war to deliver food Mm. to soldiers they were used for taking people on holiday Mm. you know they were used for absolutely everything um and the people that worked there at the Leyland factory their story was even more interesting you know men went off to war and the women had to step into the factory because these Mm. these machines Mm -hmm. had to be made and I just fell in love with the history mm. of the museum and then on top of that um all the vehicles are named after animals so oh, i was wow. like oh my goodness you couldn't even you know if you told me that before i walked in there i i would have said this is perfect you've got like so much connection with the community here you've got a brilliant um starting pl- starting point you know mm. with animals you there's just so many awesome factors that we can tell these this this um, museum story and their history um, on so many levels in a fun way with the animals because the children Mm. turned up and they had to find out why these bears were dropping litter around the museum and um, and then on the same level they they on the next level sorry they learn about how people changed and worked together and teamwork and and how they worked together when things got tough as well. So we did that back in February. That was a live show. Mm-hmm. And then Rob called me during lockdown and said, we've, you know, we we want to put in to turn it into a virtual show, um, which we did over Christmas. Mm. And we were funded by um, the Heritage, Heritage Fund. Fund. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we also put together six online events as well. Mm-hmm. So we had one arts and crafts, um, one um, glitter pack, how to become a tiger mm. um face painting and then we had four interactive stories as well that we we put together yeah. um and it's live now you can go down to the british commercial vehicle museum mm. and you can enjoy the the vehicles which is it, it, they're really impressive yeah. um and also you can scan the qr codes and go around and just hear this story of um of 
of the animals, but also it's all linked to to the people and their story around that. Area. So it's each exhibition uh, exhibit's got a kind of story or ta- something tagged to it. Yeah, so it's a mm. five part story. Um, so um, you are trying to find out again. There's a pesky bear out there. Mm-hmm. So you go mm. around and you find out why this bear's causing all this trouble. Yeah. Um, but there's there's obviously a real reason deep down. He's not just trying to cause trouble. He's actually, I won't give away the, the end of the no story. Spoilers, no, yeah, don't no spoilers, yeah, no spoilers. But, um, you know. I want he, to know now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. Tell okay. You um, but, uh, yeah, you're, you're going around and you're trying to um, find out why he's causing trouble. But he's got his reasons and, and you mm. meet other characters. And also we've got lots of games um, during it as well. So, again, because obviously with the interactive element, when you're going around, you'll scan um, a code you might meet a beaver for example and then he'll give you a challenge that you've got to do which will then take you on to the next part of the story. Mm. so it's very family orientated yeah. would you say yeah yeah yeah, yeah really. and it's lovely it is um it's really wonderful and the people down there are like the guys who run it are just like the most amazing mm. people they're so warm and welcoming so mm. i really recommend going down and checking them out yeah yeah definitely um, and we were filmed by um uh, North Film, who just got what we wanted to do as well, which was really brilliant as well. Because um, I think with interactive theatre, especially on, I mean, we've we've all been doing our zooms and all those bits and pieces mm. at home. So for them to capture the aim, my aim for it to, for the audience to be involved, not just to watch, was mm-hmm. like really important. And North Film like completely got that and really gave a great platform for us to Good. to do that on. Good. Yeah. And I think, you know, throughout everything that you do, it's about involving the audience as much as, as, as the actors in terms of participating mm. and, and telling the story. So just to, to move that on now, um, tell us about this um, production that you've got coming up at the uh, Liverpool Theatre Festival, The Forgotten Forest. Yeah, is it? Tell us about that. What's the idea behind that? So The Forgotten Forest, actually, it's, um, it's an edited version because we originally performed it for uh, Liverpool Down Syndrome Society oh, yeah, about yeah. Um, three years ago. And um, it was a performance where um, we wanted to... Um, um, to talk about the environment and we wanted to do it in a fun way so again it seems to be an, a reoccurring theme but mm. we used the magic of animals we yeah. had our, our actors as animals and um, the story is about um, a queen who has decided that there's a forest no one's using it because everyone's dumping litter in it um, so she's going to build her 57 bedroom castle <laughs> on top yes. of it standard um, and actually when she goes down there she realizes that all the animals have actually got powers they can chat they can talk so mm. she's like i can use these nobody wants them i'm gonna have them and um, they're gonna be my my servants in the castle mm. um which is when they need the audience's help to change the queen's mind um and with the performance we're really excited actually because um we've got a community group called happy times activity center mm. over in um, morton and they're actually supplying us all of our litter which sounds very <laughs> strange but if you come see the show that'll all make sense okay. but um they're supplying us with um lots of um props and um the props are all is all litter based how so, lovely yeah i knew we loved doing that yeah it was, i went to go see them this week um and the the stuff that they've produced is just absolutely brilliant and it's um the show is really wacky really loud um and 
I said to to Michelle at Happy Times, I was like, as bright as it can possibly be, and yeah. they've delivered. It's so bright and colourful and cheerful, yeah. which is amazing to see. It's so lovely you get the community involved in all of your productions. It's just lovely. Yeah, well, if I'm honest, I think when I speak to um, people in the community, especially groups like that, they have just got they've just got the most awesome stories or ideas um or messages that that just inspires me and I go oh my gosh can I make some mm, theatre with mm, your idea and yeah. um and create some theatre that then you your audience will mm. love so much that they'll want to be involved in as well so um so I'm really lucky that I get to work with like just the most amazing groups yeah. of people really and and all the actors that I work with they're just brilliant because well they're very trusting because sometimes yeah. I'll say an idea and I'm like I don't know if this is gonna work but should we give it a go um and and they're just they you know they just go with it and they're so talented that they're just fantastic to work with oh yeah I love, really that. I love that so that is um 3d interacts but d by sorry dyslexic so the d's <laughs> and the y's and the b's will all mix up dby interactive yeah. has got a show coming september yes we've actually got one coming in july oh in well. july yeah okay. we have, we have. Okay. so we've got one in july which yeah. is over in warrington in the institution which is a really nice bar over there mm-hmm. um again it, all of our theater is very much like pop-up in the yeah, space yeah. Um, and it's called The Devil's Kiss it's actually wrote by um, Jay Podmore who I originally set DBY up with yeah. um, and we've got it's a Rat Pack themed murder mystery yeah. I love that. so we've got some live singing in there um, mm. it's got like the whole uh, I love the Rat Pack I've seen not obviously the OGs <laughs> but I have seen um, um, what do you call them when someone imper- impersonates. Oh, yeah, tribute yeah, yeah. tax kind tribute of thing. Tax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the rap pack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like fantastic. I just love all that music. It's just such it's such an awesome period it to is. work with as well. Yeah, because there's yeah. like there's like some dodgy deals going on. Yeah, but then yeah. on the surface, all glamorous yeah. and beautiful. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so we've got like the perfect venue for that over yeah. over in um, in the institution mm-hmm. over in Warrington. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in September, we should be back at the the bistro in the everyman which i'm really excited about because um we love working with those guys because they well they're a theater to start with Mm -hmm. but anything you you say or like in terms of ideas they're just so positive about so they're really they're really awesome to work alongside so um we're starting back hopefully in september um i think it's not been confirmed yet but we're hoping to start with our train to kill which is um uh, a spoof of James Bond 007. Oh, brilliant! So um, you've got two up. Op- you've got two yeah, options yeah. there for fancy yeah. dress. You can yeah. come Rat Pack themed, or you can come as a spy, a secret spy mm. agent. Oh. <laughs> I think one outfit could do the two there. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah you get a good yeah. tux yeah. going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right, and how do people find out about you? Tell us your um, website address, social media links. So with um, DBY Interactive, it's dbyinteractive.co.uk. And then across all of our social medias, it's DBY Interactive. Mm. Um, And then for 3D, it's 3D Interact. Dot co dot uk and again 3d interact across all the social medias as well um and yeah come and have a little check out and and let, let us know what you think It'd be great fantastic i love that thank, thank you so you. much thank you for, for coming, coming on today oh, thanks for having yeah, me yeah. we've it. enjoyed thank it you. yeah we, we we just got got excited about murder mystery and interactive <laughs> stuff didn't we, we we've been talked about yeah, this all day yeah, haven't we yeah 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 <laughs>
So I'm made up to have you as a practitioner of the dark arts along yeah. Oh, thing. yeah, no, it's great. It's it, I think it's a um, murder mysteries. I just think, like, even if you've, you're not too keen on reading about reading a murder mystery mm. coming to a murder mystery is just so much fun because yeah. it's just not just the actors but the audience yeah to watch you will as well. be swept along it's so yeah. much fun yeah. and yeah. and um hopefully yeah we'll, we'll see you out there yeah <laughs> definitely thanks very much definitely. thank you so thank you so much oh thank you <laughs> caitlin we need to wind up the show which okay. says things like please subscribe to our newsletter oh, yeah. The Insider by visiting likemindedproductions.co.uk and please make sure you like us wherever you get your um, your podcast from. Subscribe, Leave comments, subscribe. subscribe. That yeah. that's the other word as yeah. well. And um, yes, and I'm tell your friends and don't forget I say this every week and we never get one email. Don't but say that. Email us your your question, particularly like difficult things. Caitlin likes likes those ones, and if it's something simple, just email me. Um, <laughs> care of spam at likemindedproductions.co.uk. Oh, Bob Towers, you do make me laugh. You do make me laugh. So yes, but looks on everything. <laughs> <laughs> right, Caitlin. Plans for the week. Plans for the week, Bob. Um, so, I think I'm going to have pretty much... Oh, no, apart from I am going to the hen party in yes, July. Yes, hen parties yes. and um, the uh, ucations. Ucations. The, Why are um, you calling them vaccinations? Vaccinations. Vaccinations, vacations, ucations. Ucations. Yeah. And, oh, hen party doesn't go into that. Well, no, no. Anyway, that's what I'm doing. What are you doing? Um cleaning out my budgie cage <laughs> and going on on vacation on vacation on vacation yeah, yeah fantastic well have a lovely lovely week thank you I'll see you now for a few weeks so enjoy it thank you for listening yeah tune in <laughs> again everyone thanks very much <laughs> thank you bye. see you all again bye now bye.